You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And <laughs> round of applause, baby, make that ass clap. We are back from hiatus. <laughs> Woo! Round of applause for sure. Um, typical us to go on hiatus without honestly any intention to and without any notification as to doing so (laughs) i'd like to hope in the future when we go on hiatus our our goal is to warn you all and for it to be intentional this was totally by accident like life was just lifing we both had had so much going on within the last couple of months um you know I can't speak for Jay personally but like for me this is like the first time that I'm really able to like sit down and honestly take a breath since 2021 has started and it's not you know it's 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 not an easy breath I'm still kind of it's like a pause and wait like I still have to do the last bit of that sprint in the marathon but we're here now we're as comfortable as we're going to be. We you know, have we're, just, we're just hamsters on a wheel here. It's, you know, it's capitalism. What can we do, you know? Right. Um, and so to commemorate this major accomplishment of, of recording, uh, you know, I poured up, a, you know, a little cocktail. I'm sure Jay has her own party favors over there. And we're just gonna like shoot the shit. Today, I definitely want to talk about Roni and Mary's Medicine because um, <clears throat> the throat um, clear, like you have something important to say. I'm listening. I, what's crazy <laughs> is I really don't. Like, I just have to clear my throat. <laughs> It's from the cocktail. Um, you have to <clears throat> clear your throat from the cocktail. You know what I mean? I got. I have to clear my throat from the cocktail. Um, but yeah, so we definitely want to cover Roni and Mary's Medicine in this episode. Um, and we're just going to do like an overall for both, just because we're obviously in both um, shows, like episodes in at this point. So it doesn't really make sense to go episode by episode right now. Um, plus we're in the throes of a season I don't know what's going on with Bravo this is just an overall note I've been dying to talk about this podcast so I'm going to rant about it for just 0.2 seconds something is happening and I don't know they're moving so erratically I've never seen Bravo behave in this manner it's like I remember it's since children my spine I remember and all of you if you watch this watch what happens live you will remember this moment as well Andy said that the day there was an all-star housewife was the day housewives was coming to a close. He was like, that's some shit you do, like a Hail Mary final attempt to keep shit shaking. And now there's a housewife all-stars. I don't know if we've talked about this on this pod before. I don't think we have, but there's a housewife all-stars already filmed. It was only for a week. It's going to be on Peacock. It's a lot of ridiculousness. They had this whole week of like reunion shooting and premieres launching. And they had all these weird watch what happens lives, like with the kids. And then old housewives that have been on before and I don't know what's going on it makes me a little nervous I feel like this is what happens before a company files for bankruptcy (laughs) (laughs) so we've got to cherish these seasons we're covering right now uh, because we don't know how many more we'll get 
they're they're scrambling right now and it and it shows right so even beyond all the extra shit that they're doing um i'm I'm watching the shows and i'm not seeing the content i'm not getting what i think i deserve as a viewer from these shows what i'm used to seeing from these shows it's 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 a lot of letdowns across the board um like for instance i literally stopped watching jersey like i midway through just literally stopped watching jersey and if anybody listens to anything of this podcast you know that i like jersey or i did at least old jersey was really one of my favorites just like you know like old roni but i was still willing to watch it because it's like one of my old favorites i could not get through this season of jersey i simply could not it was so bad to me and like, what's happening? Because the premiere was invigorating, exciting. We were back and it just tanked. It just like a stock market crash. It was high, high, low, low. Like, and then the sirens start sounding off. It's like, and some people said this season of Jersey wasn't bad. And that's not what we're here to talk about. We're going to talk about Jersey eventually, but we're here now. Um, And I don't know how... I would like to hear from them. You know what I mean? I don't know what they watched. I miss, but I miss episodes. So maybe everything's amazing, but I feel like one of the signs it's not great is everyone online is going off about how great Dolores is. And she's always been a B character at best. So I'm shocked to see that's what everyone's talking about. That lets me know there's little to no content. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dolores, I, I- stunning woman, stunning woman. That's number not talking about that. <laughs> it's like you telling me that Dolores is your favorite character on this show this season doesn't make me want to watch anymore <laughs> you seem like you all are not selling it if that's supposed to be the hook line and sinker you're fucked it's, up because I'm not watching it's not working for me personally um but yeah so all that to say you know so I feel like that also kind of contributed to the hiatus a little bit because it's just like I myself at least wasn't fucking engaged in the shows that I was watching I was like this is some like put it on and like you know go clean the house type shit and I'm not paying attention I'm not you know I'm not caught up I'm not in the rapture I'm not uh, you know I don't even want to fucking talk about it what is there to talk about like you know what I mean like so and I hate to be I hate to be this lady but it's just that season of Bravo I don't enjoy if that's the season where it's like it's Atlanta it's OC it's Jersey and those are the ones that are airing I prefer you know a BH a Real Housewives of Potomac a Roni even if they're shitty that those trio like those three versus those three that's the three I'd rather watch yeah especially at this point yeah yeah Although Beverly Hills can get really tedious sometimes, really tedious, but they go on the better trips. So I'm willing to like, you know, suck it up. I know people hate it last season and I didn't really hate, the thing I like about BH is it's frustrating. Like I'd rather be frustrated (laughs) watching a show than feel neutral about it. And so like BH Mm. for me, like some, like, yeah, I'll hate every character on it. And yeah, I hate every plot they have, but that's better than me not wanting to watch it all. Mm. That's where I land with BH. Right, right, right. Um, 
<laughs> and yeah, I mean, we, we jumped right into Housewives Talk. I really didn't mean to. I was trying to explain the hiatus, but how can you explain the unexplainable? I mean, it, <laughs> that's my surprise too. Like Truly inexplicable. And again, we plan to be back <laughs> at least for the next month. So, and then hopefully we'll keep it up from there. That's our intention always, but you know, always going to win. Right. And if there's anything that we learned over the past year or so, you know, literally shit happens. So, I mean, is there anything outside of Bravo that you want to chit chat about? There's been a lot just going on. So like, honestly, it could be anything. Um, I'm trying to think, there's nothing top of mind for me. Is there anything for you? No, I don't really think so. I'm sure, I mean, honestly, you guys, like if it does come up, like I'll just, you know, blurt it out midway through a review. It's, it's kind of how we do it. Um, but if, that's if it was the case, meant then, to be, it'll be, and so it is, you know? Period. Period! All right, so... No, side note, do you like when people say per? Are you into that? Because I hate that. Okay, so here's my thing with per. Here's my thing with per. Um, I feel like period flows better than per, personally. Have I said per before? I don't know if I've said it out loud, but I've definitely put it in text. I don't think I said it out loud, but I've definitely put it in text before. And it's only been like a certain kind of person that I will send that text to. It's not um, me. I've never got a purr from you. No, because you're not that kind of person. <laughs> um, see, and this is what, and this is, these are how relationships work, everyone. Okay, you need to know who you're with. All right, I would never send you a purr because I was like, she's not a purr kind of bitch. And that's fine. That being said, I've only said it in text. And every time I say it, I feel like an old head trying to get in with, you know, the young kids. Like, right, like, it's just, it screams cheesy to me. It screams like a parent, like, yeah, with a mom jean on, thinking they're, like, fitting in, with, like, a crop top, and, like, trying to hang out with, like, the cool kids. Like, right. it doesn't flow, like you said, it just doesn't flow out of my mouth naturally, so I'm not going to force it on myself. Right. Right. I don't I've been trying to sell it like the people it was like that period poo time it's like now it's her like and I period poo <laughs> not it never said out of my mouth until today so. I've, I've never said period poo Let's be clear. <laughs> I've never said it I've never texted it that was never a thing um yeah so like I said I've texted it before but honestly a handful of times it's not really something that I really go forward forward with, unless that person uses per exclusively. Then I'm like, all right, let me let me get on their level. You know, I'm only barizing. I want I want to connect with you. Like, let me connect with them. I'll, I'll say their their lingo. That's fine. But <laughs> it's called code switching. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, you know, yeah. I code switch with literally everyone, even the blacks. So it's fine. It's just, um, but I can understand why anybody would hate it because it is stupid. <laughs> like, it is, but the problem is now that purrs out there, now I feel like period is too like old now. I'm like, can I, I can't say period anymore either. So what do I say? No, period is definitely played out. Um, and so I've left it with just an end of a sentence. I've left the sentence where let go where it went. And then the silence is now, <laughs> the new period is just, it's that, it's silence. 
the new period is an actual period. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You can see that play. I mean, speaking of period. Oh, um, what a transition. Wow. We come back, but sharper than ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get to hear the City Girls new song? Right, which is, I assume we were going to talk about next. Right, okay. Just making sure. Wait, is that new? I've seen something on YouTube a few days ago of them promoting it, and I was, like, a little confused about it because I thought it had released, like, earlier this year, and then they had gone through some lawsuits with it or something like that. So I, I felt like I heard it on Twitter, and just because I heard it on Twitter does not mean that it was actually officially released. I've heard so much Drake fucking music from Twitter that it was revoked and rescinded and not released, you know what I mean? So I think what had happened was it, it, they kind of had, like, you know, done, like, a little test kitchen situation, just, like, threw it out there just to see, you know, temperature check. Hmm, okay, around table, and then I, uh, Exactly. And I think it got pulled because I think it was Africa Bimbada, but I could have just made that up completely. Um, you know, didn't give them the rights to the beat. You know what I mean? And so it kind of disappeared after that. And now it's on Spotify. Now, that being said, even if they had released it before and like they're re-releasing it now, obviously this is like the re-release season with Nikki coming out with her mixtape. And we'll talk about that on the side because that brought me back to my days. But Beam me <laughs> up, Scotty. Anyway. Beam me up, Scotty. But the thing is, I'm like, no one is talking about the song. Like, it came out midnight, this past midnight. No one was talking about it on my TL. Like, nobody. The only people that I saw talking about it was fucking JT herself. <laughs> okay? That's, I didn't see anybody mentioning it. I didn't see no videos with it. I didn't, like, the hype that came out when Nikki re-released, I shouldn't even say re-released because she officially released because, you know, Beat Me Up Scotty wasn't on any of the platforms. Mm-hmm. When she released, B, first of all, I've already said on this platform that I'm, 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 I'm coming to terms with the fact that I am Barb. I didn't want to admit it at first. I wasn't sure at first. She's made a lot of personal decisions in her life, particularly her love life that I wasn't really in support of. And therefore, I just felt like I couldn't be the full Barb that I wanted to be. But it's definitely more of a hindsight thing. It's definitely, we had to, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I feel like her being gone and intentional hiatus or not really helped her in the court of public opinion, I believe. Exactly. And so, you know, she re-releases this old music and it's like old Nikki, like, which is what everyone loves. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what we fell in love with her about. Well, you know, Jane, we, you know, we were talking about it the other day offline, obviously, but like how she's just a fucking thespian and <laughs> the different voices and different like literally characters this bitch, you know, be assuming on her songs, like really just makes it and it's different. Like it's no one else is doing that, especially like female rappers, like no one else is doing that. You know, we were, we were talking about like, does Cardi have longevity? Um, she's definitely made it farther than I thought she would. But does she have like longevity? And I mean, and I don't know, but Nikki, when she released Beam Me Up Scotty, I really was transported back to like eighth grade back when I was living in New York City in the Bronx, taking the two train back home. Like I felt very like, wow, <laughs> I am transformed. Um, she's singing on some of the songs and she's singing terribly, but I love it anyway. <laughs> right but that's Onika at her finest exactly 
you know, and I, I was just reminded. So it was just funny to me that like City Girls literally a week later tries to re-release their own shit and crickets. if you if you were unclear what that noise was i was blowing raspberries with a thumbs down i'm pretty pissed throw a tomato at those bitches like crickets you know what i mean like it's it's honestly really funny um the thing is like in our conversation the other day we didn't even talk about the city girls um and i think that speaks volume i mm, i've never been a girl in the city or whatever they call their girls um the period poos whoever they are i've never been one of them (laughs) (laughs) i've never been one of them i mean we all we and 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 i'm never going to be i mean i believe they're a height i believe they've already climaxed so if i was going to be a girl in the city i would have already been a girl in the city and go ahead here's the thing here's the thing (laughs) as nikki said more talent in my motherfucking left um, you know what I mean? Like they don't have the talent. There's only one of them. Granted, there's only two of them, but 50% of them <laughs> can actually like do a little rap ting. And that one but, was missing for a long time during their height of their a long record. time. And that one, in case anybody's wondering, which I know you aren't, if you listen to any City Girl song, you know who the you fuck know we're not about. talking about Carisha. So you know we're not talking about Carisha. But JT is also going on Twitter bashing literally every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Like, you say anything about that bitch or anything about Uzi, and that bitch is on you and in a way that's just so unattractive. It's not even funny. It's like, like, you have nothing better to do than sit around all day on Twitter. That's what it feels like. And so she's a terrible person in public, <laughs> but she's going with the talent. And then you got Carisha, who's not bad in public she don't got no fucking talent and when I and, and and there's like there's she don't got no talent but I can still listen to her and there's she don't got no talent and I can't listen to her and Carisha falls under I can't listen to her like her voice is so annoying to me it's the decibel and the tone it's so horrible it's and the so beat bad. is always beating her ass she's always running from the beat never on beat always trying to catch up always trying to get her words out and it's so annoying to me <laughs> like so yeah they've definitely come and gone they definitely peaked just simply because only one of them has the talent and she has a terrible public favor right now so like <laughs> if the bitch with the talent you know is not liked by the people then now what you know what I mean now you're in the exact same position as the city girls. <laughs> We're giving them more airtime than anyone else will. Moving on. <laughs> and, and out of it. Okay, so we deviated long enough. Um, so let's get into, I guess we'll start with Roni first. So, I mean, there's only been, uh, what is it, three episodes. We got Back in the Big Apple, Burning Up, and A High Rate of Interest. Mm-hmm. so this is season 13 again i'm talking about roni episodes one two and three what are you rating it so far wow i didn't i knew this this day would come and i didn't know what i would do in this moment of adversity if you will because as 
we've discussed prior. I mean, literally, I think on our 50th episode, the only housewife to talk about was Roni. Because we love Roni. I mean, if you're a housewife cult follower, it's probably your favorite franchise. That's just how it goes. Does it get lower ratings than the other franchises? Sure. But it's niche. And if you love it, you love it. And last season was scary. And not just because Dorinda was scary. It was scary because there wasn't a lot of there there. Um, and now we're on the heels of that and Dorinda's gone, which was basically the entire plot last season was Tinsley and Dorinda and they're both gone. So we're here and it feels like the wreckage and like what was left over. Like it doesn't feel like a true show. This looks like delete. It feels like deleted scenes or like this would be canned. Mm-hmm. If this was like a first mm-hmm. season, this would be canned. I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. this would be the breakout season for anyone. So, I mean, hey, Ebony, glad to have you here as a Black woman, but I mean, we're Let's, wait, 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 wait. Let's not even get it. Let's not even get that far. We're not, but I'm just saying like my rating is going to be a little bit higher because there is someone of the like on the show. I'm going to give them credit where they don't deserve it but I will anyway um I'm gonna give it a C flat C okay um I can give it a C plus right now and the only reason why I'm giving it a plus is because it's Roni at the end of the day and I got a soft spot for Roni I don't give a fuck what anybody gotta say about the ratings whatever these bitches is old money these bitches got real money or really don't got money <laughs> um and you know they be out here these bitches is hoes and I love that um and I, I really can't complain honestly so but I agree with you this season especially when you said that it feels like the wreckage it feels like you know this is lost and these are the survivors on the motherfucking aisles. You know what I mean? The plane crashed. <laughs> Dorinda and Tisley were done off. Like the plane <laughs> crash that Erica James, man, Tom Girardi stole from the victims. Those few victims are left and they are now on Roni and they are the cast members. Like that is what it feels like. Yeah, it does feel very uh, weirdly empty. Post-apocalyptic empty. in a way. Right. You know, it feels like this. I need the other shoe to fall, but the other shoe's not going to fall. This is the cast. You know, this is it. We've gotten away um, from what the show used to be. Like when you said old money, who has money on this show besides Ramona? Luann's money is thinning. Uh, I mean, Sonia is, you know, broke as a joke. Ebony is cosplaying as someone with money, but she will later move into a one bedroom, one bath like the rest of us. And Leah. Famously, last season, Luann walked into her pied a and said, what the fuck is this? So who has money besides Ramona? Well, I meant, like, first of all, bitch, don't get that little attitude tone with me. I meant old Roni bitches have money. I didn't mean, we're, this season is the exception. We already, we've already stated that, you know what I mean? And um, taking Dorinda away, too, she was, like, the only other person with money. That legit really, And Tinsley, also, like, money. And they took away those two people. And, like, in the post-apocalyptic of it all, it's just, like, like you said, it's getting away from what it used to be. It used to be about these old money bitches who would go to the Hamptons, who all had homes in the Hamptons at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the summer. I mean, at the tail end of summer. And then we would go in with them 
to going back to New York and back to the bustle of the city. And it's just not that anymore. Who are really friends behind scenes have known each other, Manhattan mm-hmm. moms, as they were going to call it season one. Like, it's just really gotten away from that. Now, what I will say, though, and, you know, some, you know, some of the New Yorker bitches might not like what I'm going to have to say, but I'm a New Yorker bitch, okay? You know, I've got Bronx, New York on my birth certificate, so don't even try to come over here in my motherfucking DMs. But what I do think is that this kind of reflects how New York is right now. I've been saying it for years, and New York is kind of dead. It's dead right now. I'm not saying this is a permanent state, but the pandemic definitely did not help. Let's be clear. But it's a little, it's it's a little dead right now. Again, it might pick up again. You know, the housing rates dropping. You know, the poor people might. <laughs> the poor ones are the fun ones. Let's be clear. You know, they might come in and, and buy up some things, and so that's fine. But it's dead right now, and so I feel like this show is honestly just reflecting that. It's just dead. <sighs> That being said, I get they're trying to throw some new blood in here with, you know, Leah and Ebony or whatever. Let's talk about Ebony because really, really there's nothing that happened. I'm sorry to tell y'all if y'all were really thinking that we were going to give y'all a play-by-play with these episodes because really nothing happened. The only thing I really feel like we need to talk about is the little, you know, burning man (laughs) part of the night. Oh, well, I feel I, like we I feel like we need to speak about Sonya as a character. But uh, we well, can... well, no, we're gonna talk about characters, but I'm talking about like events. Like uh, it's really only the Burning Man part that was like really whatever. But we'll talk about Sonya because she's a separate entity all over herself. But other she's, than that, these storylines this season really. But anyway, um, other than that, I, you know, it's, just, it's just not much going on. But anyway, and I get that they're trying to do new blood, whatever, and I don't mind that you know, trying to bring in the younger crowd or whatever, you know, switch it up. It can have a mix, you know, that's fine. But don't bring in a broke young, youngie. Like, you know, what I mean? she's a brokey. I don't want to see a brokey. I'm broke. Like, I don't need to see, I don't need to see me on the TV. You know what I mean? If, if anything with this pandemic, I need to see even more complete disengagement from reality. Like, I need to see even more. <laughs> And not you know we're I mean? not talking about BH right now, but that's how I felt when I watched the premiere. I was like, oh, I'm just so glad to watch some people moneyed, like living their truth. Like, I thank you. Mm-hmm. It's, I appreciate it. And like, even though Leah's making some choices, to even see that she got clearly got a stylist and is trying to appear higher in than she appeared last season. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, so. I mean, let's talk about it. It's the elephant in the room. How do you feel about Ebony? So my first impression with Ebony is because it was when she was on Wendy Williams. And if you all saw, you saw. If you didn't, here it goes. She was doing this thing where she was trying to become friends with Wendy. And Wendy is infamously a loner, you know? I mean, she did have a period of time where she was hanging out with like Nene Leaks and Black China, but that was like a cokey phase allegedly. So like, you know what I mean? So when she's on her downtime, she has to be by herself. So um, Ebony was saying, oh, I'm single. And that's part of her plotline is, oh, I'm single. So Wendy, I'm hoping you can get me out in the city. We can go together, just us two girls, find some men, meet some guys. And Wendy was like, Mm-mm. she was like, I don't, I don't hang out with 
people. And she was like, oh, but like, just to get me out the house. Wendy didn't laugh. She didn't crack a smile. She was like, no, I wouldn't. I'm okay by myself. Thank you. And so that from the beginning, and I hate that Wendy was being a mean girl, but that from the beginning colored me in a weird way with Ebony. I was like, I didn't like seeing her vulnerable like that and trying too hard with like Wendy Williams of all people. Like it was tough. Right. To, it was tough to see. And the fact that she would put herself out there for Wendy Williams also told me who she was. Like I would never, like you're a celebrity as you want to hang out with. Wendy Williams is not on anyone. Literally not one of them. And I love Wendy, but she's not one of the celebrities I feel like I would want to hang out with. Let's be clear. We famously covered her Lifetime movie, which no one cared about. Like, Wendy is adored here. It's no problem with Wendy. Uh, she would never be high on anyone's list to actually hang out with IRL. So it was bizarre. And so with that coloring my perspective, I feel like I think Ebony is weird. And also she has a ventriloquist dummy like mouth, like the way it moves, which is unfair for me to judge because that's just life. And sometimes people have trapped mouths. Sometimes people have ventriloquist dummy mouths. You know, I have a little <laughs> mouth. Like, it, you know, life happens. So, yeah, like, but Margaret Joseph has a trapped mouth and I still love her. So I'm willing to, to see past the imperfection. Um, I don't love her as much and I think it's because she has that trauma. I'm not even gonna lie. I think that has so annoying. Since when do you not like Margaret? Have you did you see my housewives working list? She's never been high up for me. I don't hate her. it's never been a hate, but she's not I never go up for Margaret ever. Mm. She's cool. Like, but she's Mm. not I don't see, you know, I'm not gonna get hyped up about Margaret. She didn't have a storyline this entire last season either. Like, I don't know. Um, but I don't so I don't know what that means for Ebony. Again, I'm upset that she's not rich. Uh, again, these are things that I'm sure she would change if she could. Um, I'm just picking on them, so I don't know. Uh, she is kind of funny on the show. Like, she does crack a few little jokes, um, which is cool. But the big con is, and we've talked about this off cam, is if she's going to be on this white cast, which, which we already know, we have eyes, we see. You don't have to remind us. She's making it a reminder every episode. She says something, 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 white women. You white women or with these white women or me being a black woman. I don't hang out with these many white women. Oh, I can't believe I have fun with white women. I trust white women. I'm like, okay, here's the deal. You got to play the role you you signed up to play. You said you've watched every single episode of this series, much like us. So you know exactly what the show is. So don't do that. So that's where I stand with her. Right. I mean, how do you feel about the fact that she's watched every episode? I know you usually hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I prefer, like, I know people hate when they act like they don't watch the show, but I would honestly rather you act like you didn't watch it. And just be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I've heard of this show, and I maybe I've seen a couple episodes, but I don't really, I don't like the idea of us fans. Like, imagine podcasters becoming housewives. I'm sure there are some podcasters that would love to do it, but I don't want to see you all on there because... I want to see delusional, out-of-touch rich people on the show, and delusional, out-of-touch rich people don't watch Housewives. You have to be a certain level of in-touch to watch it so that you get the joke. You have to be in on it, and you're too in on it if you're able to watch the show and laugh. Right. So, I don't know. So, I mean, my thing with Ebony... I mean, I agree with all you said, like, you know, agree with all the above. Like, her mouth moves in a weird way. The way she talks is a little weird to me. 
Um, she's not rich. To me, that's the biggest issue that I have. Um, I'm not saying she has to be as rich as them, but again, we've already established that most of them aren't rich anymore at this point. And obviously- <laughs> well, It doesn't take much to keep up with the Joneses on this show anymore, so. Right, that. and I'm using, you know, rich relatively. Like, Luann literally was like the wife of a count and, you know, now she's not. So, yeah, we're making it relative, but she's not. And, and I also didn't like that she was like, that she outed herself in the first season. Cause it kind of made it seem like, very I'm aware I'm on the show I know it's gonna come out so I need to say it right now that I had the repo man running after me <laughs> and you know if you're gonna be the uh, the first black woman on Roni I just don't want to hear about your repo man story I'm sorry I'm sorry the representation for me I didn't like that um See, again, I found it, just, it endearing except for the realization that those repo days don't seem to be too far behind her She's making it seem like distant memories. It seems like <laughs> 2019. And this also just confusing to me because I'm like, aren't you a lawyer? Like, why do you have a repo man running after you? I'm not saying you need to be like on the level that these bitches are, but I don't think you're a repo man level with a law degree, are you? No, it's because she said that she was changing fields. It's like when she took that leap from going to law to like trying to be a correspondent. So she was like down. And hey, I'm not hating on that. Uh, you know, I know people are tired about repo. I, I don't hate on that. That is not a problem for me. But mm-hmm. I have a tough time with it being recent. I have a tough time with it being recent in your own Real Housewives. Bershawn, right. this lady. I have a problem with that in real life. Like it happened to one of my friends. I wouldn't like be making fun of them. I wouldn't be talking shit about them. But I do have a problem with you on Real Housewives of New York. And the other can't. lady, Bershawn, is supposed to actually have money. So I'm confused why she got bummed down in a friend of. Like, I'm interested in, like, what role she'll play in this season. We haven't even met her, which is natural for a friend of, but I'm intrigued as to what she'll be on the show. Right. So my issue with Ebony is that you're not rich and you're not actually a housewife. So, like, what is the point, you know? What is the point? I'm sorry, but I don't want to hear another, you know, I'm a strong black woman looking for a strong black man and a family stereotype. I don't want to hear it. That's sad to me. I don't want to see my life on fucking screen like that. When I watch this shit, I want it to be, <laughs> I want to escape. Ebony doesn't allow me to escape. She's talking about her repo man story. She's talking about how, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have a husband. She doesn't have kids. She doesn't. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and the only time she seemed to have it all together was in the third episode where she has that monochromatic camo look and she had a Birkin, but the Birkin was fake. So that even was hard to see. I mean, Ramona carries around fake Birkins too. So it's not like, and Sonya does too. It's like, she's in good company. It's just, I didn't want to see that. Right. I mean, fake designer, like a lot of rich people do wear fake designer. Like I've, I've spoken to, you know, I rub elbows with these people on a daily basis. And it's like a known thing. They're like, yo, I'd rather spend my money on like property and trips, which is makes sense. Like that's where you get <laughs> your investment back anyway. Um, so a lot of them do get like, you know, the knockoffs for designers, believe it or not. Oh, I believe that it. Means- I, I'm hip too. But 
but the yeah, problem that with being that said for her is like she was trying to turn a look and it's like she talked about the Birkin also if you're gonna wear some fake shit you gotta act like it's just normal you can't name drop it because it's fake don't talk about it talk about it the day you wear the real shit and then wear the fake shit on the off day but she's not doing that so that lets me know mm, it's not good the money is not good she's not she's not hip to what's going on uh, it's upsetting yeah and then back to your point with um the constantly like you know these white women these white women these white women, white women. i'm like all right, all right, all right, all right. and here's my problem with introducing a, a single black character and i don't mean like single like she's not like a marital status i mean like you know singular like black character in the cast of white uh people especially women because the men you know well that's another argument for another day but i feel like black women feel like they need to take on this responsibility of this like, educational role a lot of times when they're with um you know white people and i have an issue it's the same thing that i said about atlanta like i have an issue when you when it's it's being presented that like black women need to be teaching people or like black women almost are like aren't allowed to be comfortable in the space that they're in and i feel like that from ebony i'm like bro like yes they're all white women and they're all terrible mostly ramona <laughs> the other ones will pretend but i'd actually I would, like to go hard on lou on the race shit but i'll let you finish that first. we'll go well yeah just hold on but it's like i i want you to be comfortable like i don't want you to have to feel like you need to like let the audience aka us us blackies that are, that are watching i don't want you to feel like you need to tell us every moment that you're with white women and then like and i know that i'm a white woman and i know that there's certain things that they can't say like we know we know trust me there there are years under each and every one of our belts of just shutting the fuck up when someone that you're with some white person that you're with says something that you're like hmm and you play the fucking game because it's it's generally never worth it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that she needs to shut the fuck up, but I'm also saying like, you kind of, I agree with you. Like you kind of knew what you were signing up for on the show. And so you don't have to constantly feel like you need to bring attention to it. If you don't blend in with the girls, you don't blend in with the girls. I'm not saying like, you know, force a relationship, but it, it just feels very like trope. It, I, I can't really describe it. It feels very like I'm looking for a, a, a moment. It feels, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Wendy Osefo from, from Potomac even. Like I'm a news correspondent looking the word right out of moment. my mouth because I was just about to say it's quite clear much like Wendy that she came on the show with a purpose. Like Wendy came on the show to, you know, do her crossover career where she becomes a reality television personality, TBD mm -hmm. and little land. But Ebony came on this show because she says that she wants to be the voice and she wants to do the educating and that's what she wants to do on the show. So it's quite clear when she comes on here, she gets a little newscastery sometimes too when she's doing it. And it's quite clear that that's the role she wanted to play and that when she sat down with her story producer, she said, my story is I'm a black woman and I hold everyone accountable. And that's what it is. So it's right. tough to see because it feels a little stiff, a little stage. It doesn't feel like you're doing it for the good of, you know, black people. It feels like you're just doing it to make yourself look good, almost. Um, Much like Portia <laughs> was doing with her activist storyline, but we're not. Ex we're not and exactly. And that was another thing that I've also complained about on the show with Atlanta doing this shit. Like, 
don't don't think that I'm just like kind of ganging up on Ebony because I've said the same thing about Wendy. I've said the same thing about how Atlanta as a whole was being covered, um, especially Portia segments <laughs> in the beginning. So, you know, it's just, it's, I see what Bravo is trying to do. I appreciate that they're trying to, you know, involve us and by us, I mean them in what's going on with Black Lives Matter. I understand that they want to involve more Black people in their shows as they should, but I feel like the way they're integrating, integrating us, it just feels very like, it honestly feels more separative than it did before. That makes any sense. Like, like we were naturally going to be outliers on the shows or we were going to feel a little disconnected, a little disjointed. Why don't they naturally find, there has to be at least one black lady that runs in their circle that they can tap into. We were watching Roni and we kind of talked about it and there was this lady in the background that seemed to be Lou's friend that came around quite a few times. I don't know if they ever asked her, but that's to prove the point. She was a black lady. That's to prove the point that there has to be someone that's genuinely connected, like a Dorinda type of person in terms of genuinely knows these ladies who can come on the show so it's a little less awkward. It can't be she's young and she's black and she's single and she has no kids. It's making her completely different in every way. And no money. And most educated. Like she's just so different from them on every level. Right. And it makes it even more uncomfortable to watch. I don't want to see a black woman feel uncomfortable. That's not what I came here to on Bravo, you know, network to do. So, um, and the only thing, so beyond that, the only other two points that I have with Ebony is one with the Burning Man thing. Like everyone was kind of obsessed with the fact that she did what they kept calling the Irish goodbye um, (laughs) with her just leaving without saying, I'm leaving. Um, I didn't really feel any type of way about that. I don't know why they kept harping on it. I mean, she could have just said goodbye, but I also feel like I get why. It's like, eh. <laughs> why bother? Yeah, I don't, it was just it's just a weird segment that they kept trying to like push. I didn't like that. I feel like the real underlying thing on that is, bitch, we're filming a fucking show. There's only fucking five of us here at this goddamn Burning Man party huge party for five of us and when one of you goes to bed it's only four of us so now I'm having to work overtime and fill up your spot you you gotta give me something right rookie mistake Abby you just rookie mistake I get it you really want to go to bed but this is a tv show it's not real it's reality but it's not so yeah you want to go to bed in real life but on this show just rally for like an hour more and also if you've seen this show like you claim that you have you know these these chicks are partiers you can't go to bed i'm sorry i'm sorry and even outside of that the theme was burning man you're not going to bed i'm sorry this whole like you know i just need to decompress and you trying to be my no and then she tried to blame it on ramona calling that white woman the help and i'm like that can't be why you're tired at night it can't and then that was my second point with ebony how she literally brought that up even the next episode so that that had to be a storyline the education of you know ramona hill i feel like is what i was fucking watching i'm like listen we're not making this our storyline we're just not my grandma was the help so i feel like i don't like when you say the help i'm that's not a storyline that i wish to watch 
And you're, t- you're telling that to Ramona of all people? Ramona, like seriously. Like, like she was really gonna like listen to that and like really take it in and never call any of the people that she's hired to do these tasks and help her around the house. Like she's gonna stop calling them the help or servants even. Honestly, the help to her was an upgrade from what she usually says. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And like Ebony said, I was with her on it. And if it was a black woman, that would be a completely different conversation. But this little, this um, peer of hers that she's calling the help will be just fine. It's not nice. It's rude. But it's not, it's something you address that day or you don't address it at all. The, you should have the latest addressed it when you all were sitting down at lunch, if it was really bothering you. There is no need for you to bring it up 24 hours later. Right. And that's really all I, I think I have on Ebony. I mean, like, we really kind of, <laughs> we kind of went into her a little bit, but whatever. Um, She's the reason I gave the show a C, like, in, in a good way. Oh, my God, that sounded bad, but it would have been a D without her. So kudos to you, Ebony. I mean, I, sis, I want to see you win, but they set you up to fail, and I can't, I can't hold you to a different standard than anyone else, babe. I'm watching, and I'm going to be hard. I'm harsh on everyone. Like, I got to be harsh on you, too. Right. And so with that, let's move on to Sonia Morgan because she's the other like main <laughs> issue here, <laughs> plot line. But it's the same plot that's been her plot. So obviously in one of the episodes, I can't remember which exactly one it was. Yeah, there was three episodes and they were honestly were all a fucking blur by the end. But um, this last she- one stood out to me more than the other two. I want to be honest because. Luann and that Froze, this Froze storyline is dark. And so I'm super into that. And I also was super like um, disturbed by Sonya's behavior in this episode, but continue. You know, Sonya was like with some sort of psychic or energy healer or whatever. And she starts crying and she's like, you know, I should have stayed with him. Maybe I made a mistake. I should have stayed with him for my daughter. Now I had multiple issues with this statement. One of the main issues I had with it was that we cannot quite possibly still be talking about J.P. Morgan's grandson. <laughs> like, in the same breath, she had the nerve to say, I don't live in the past, and then talk about her marriage for the entirety of this session. And crying about it like it happened a year ago, Max. Even and then if it was it Ramona was... and Mario. It's not even that recent. And then it's the whole rewriting of history. Now you're trying to say that you left him because he, like, you know, what I mean? like you had like an option here. We know As you we didn't know have the option. bottom fell out, and that didn't mean that you decided it was time to go. We know you didn't have any option because if you had an option, you would never have left that man. Let's be clear. Who would? I'm. I'm not. That's not even a judgment. I'm like, who would? Like a. And it's not I like will, 30 years in or something. It's like you all were married for like six years. At that point, yeah, yeah. We, and she claims they dated for like seven whole years before that. So it's like, yeah, what are you abruptly getting divorced for? You're supposed to be like Erica Jane. I was going to hold his hand till he died type shit. I will happily be unhappily married to J.P. Morgan's grandson. <laughs> happily. Okay, because the checks that that means that I will be receiving on a daily basis, the yacht parties that she claims that she had, 
that so, she definitely whatever. had, which is so sad. Right. Right. So the whole rewriting to, to make it seem like, you know, you broke up with him. There was an option of the marriage. You chose to opt out. That's scary even of itself. Like, you've told yourself this story for so long that you believe that it's true and it's, like, not. Yeah. And then the whole, like, maybe I should have stayed for my daughter. That also was a little concerning to me because then it was, like, not only are you rewriting history, but now you're trying to make it seem like you were going to stay because of your kid. You were going to stay because you didn't have to worry about bills. You got to live a lavish life. You have to meet so many people. It was different from where you, your upbringing. I understand. Like, no one's, like, no one can really be like, oh, no, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. That's upsetting. But you know what's even more upsetting? That it's been, like, 10, 20 years now. You've been divorced from him longer than you've been with him at this point. We can't continue to keep talking about it. You keeping your last name as Morgan is enough. We get it. And honestly, should be. Tremont has a great ring to it. I think she should really embrace Sonya Tremont, but she'd rather be Sonya Morgan. And if you're going to be Sonya Morgan, you have to take a vow to not bring up the Morgans for the rest of your life. I don't mind her keeping Sonya Morgan, but she should have leveraged it better. Why are you this broke? (laughs) I have so many questions. How much did they get paid on Roni? Those checks seem to just get eaten up by the townhouse. <laughs> the townhouse single-handedly chews up and spits out her Roni income. Where is your income, Roach? She doesn't have one. Okay, and so do you feel like she should be off the show by next season? I love it, but do I feel like I can only imagine what would happen in her real life if she got off the show? It's scary to think about. So for her own health and her safety, no. <laughs> but for my enjoyment, yes, I would like her off the show. Okay, I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I recognize that I just want her on the show because I feel very afraid of what would happen if she wasn't on it. But can I continue to listen to her talk about this J.P. Morgan's grandson? I don't know. I don't know. And then say it's water pills. I got you freaking out. But then again, we're here today and clearly you're still taking these quote unquote water pills because it's the exact same behavior over and over and over again. Every season you diagnose it with something else and then it happens again. Like the only seasons it doesn't happen again are those sober seasons, quote unquote sober seasons she has. I'm at my wits end. Again. I'm a trained professional. I won't say how trained or in exactly what, (laughs) but let me tell you, all right? Water pills do not make you act like how Sonya Morgan was acting, all right? (laughs) That's not what they are. Max- obsessed with her saying water pills. (laughs) Max, a water pill will make her pee a lot, will make her get a little dizzy if she stands up too quick, (laughs) okay? That's it. That's it. Water pills do not make you dead in the eyes when you drink. 
That's not what happens. They're <laughs> like, not please. making you literally fuck the pirate and St. Bart's in the ass. You know what I mean? Like, that's not like what water pills are making you do. And like Bethany said, your Flintstone gummies are not the reason why you're acting this way. You're, you've tried it too many times with that excuse. We're all in on it. We've watched you for too long. I don't know what prescription cocktail you've got going on, but it's not good for you. It's always antidepressants with her. So that's somewhere in the mix. And there's something else too. And, and it's not working out well. Right. You're depressed and broke. And you're depressed because you're broke. And I understand that 100%. I want you off the show. Because for the same reasons why I said Ebony bothered me, her brokenness. <laughs> it's the same reason why I want you off the show. I can't continue to watch the steady decay of this damn townhouse. I just, I can't. We thought you, you told us you sold it. You moved last season. What happened? This wasn't supposed to happen again. Oh, that's right. She was in a whole other space. Well, unless she sold it, I think she had like rented it out or something. Yeah, she was renting it out and living in her daughter's apartment. Allegedly, it was her daughter's apartment that her dad bought her that she was living in, pretending it was hers. But you can't find yourself an apartment somewhere else and sell this goddamn townhouse? Like, why can't the townhouse sell? It's been on the market for years why can't it sell what is the problem besides the fact that it's next to a parking garage what is the issue and it's outdated i mean that goes without saying and honestly though in new york in new york it being next right that close to a parking garage is not a con it's not so if you all can get over it and all it needs if you have money enough to buy this place i'm sure you could put in a few projects and renos what's the real issue I mean, I think the issue is that she just refuses to sell it. Like, I don't think it's because it's not sellable. <laughs> but remember, it's been on the market before. And we haven't heard about any bites. That's why she ended up doing the rent out shit. She had lowered the price of it by like $2 million and everything. What is going on? So scary. She's such a dark figure. Oh, my God. It's really bad. And they took Dorinda off last season for being dark. And it wasn't even this bad, in my opinion. Dorinda's well, more Dorinda like was, outwardly Dorinda destructive. Dorinda was getting married, yeah. She's outwardly destructive, so yeah, it's hard to watch. But Sonya's imploding. <laughs> like, imploding like that fucking house. Like, it's scary. The Sages are not doing well. I mean, honestly, if you're a Sag... No, a tropical Sag. If you are a Sag, DM us. What's going on? What's going on? Because, you know, Sonia, Dorinda, Nini, like you guys have had a rough couple of years. I want to know what's going on. I would say Candace. I mean, depends on who you're asking. Yeah, Candace. I mean, what's going on? It's I don't know. Pretty bad. I don't know. It's hard to watch. So 
it's hard to watch. So I want you off the show. But again, I'm so worried about your well-being if you were off the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say period. But the silence, again, it spoke for itself. Nothing to say, really. <laughs> um, and on that note, I guess, I mean, you know, we want to talk about Luann and this, like, Rosé thing. She keeps mentioning that it's, you know, fake Rosé. It's Rosé. But she puts it in a wine glass. Hmm. And does she just love the taste of rosé so much that even if it doesn't have liquor in it, she just craves that drink like it's water? I mean, listen, because hanging out with these broads, like when you when you were hanging out with them, all y'all did was drink and do coke and smoke weed. Like, and allegedly, when it comes to Luann, other drugs. But so I get like, you know, wanting to feel like you're, you know, with the girls and drinking, you know, regular, regular times. That's a good times roll. But <laughs> to the extent that she like keeps looking to the camera and saying, this, this is fake, this is rosé, this is not real rosé. And to the point where she's putting it in an actual wine glass. I mean, I... I'm with Leah. The point that she's I, shaking and she needs a sick ASAP. Like, so yeah, it's, she's like, no, I'm fine. I just needed a break. I'm like, whoa. Okay. So, also, you know, since we're talking drugs, they keep, the editors make no mistakes, you know? So, they keep cutting to showing her going to the bathroom and then grabbing the bottle and then the cigarette smoking. And she was a little edgy at that dinner. I did notice that her mouth moves in a particular way when she's using a certain thing. I think the editors are trying to let us know, like, yeah, she's not drinking, maybe, but. She's not here stone cold sober. Don't ever think that. And I didn't think that. So I'm glad that they're making some nods to it. Yeah. I mean, she's Sonia in the early stages. Because, <laughs> you know, earlier we said, like, you know, her money's thinning out. Clearly. Um. And, you know, eventually, if she continues on this path, she'll be Sonia. <laughs> right. The only thing that she has working for her is that she doesn't have, like, a townhouse equivalent. It was that roundhouse upstate, but then she sold it. So she's gotten herself out of that. Right. What I wanted to talk about was Luann and Ray. Here's, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um... A woman who merely three seasons ago dressed in blackface in the premiere, um, still on the show, never got really reprimanded for it. Like, Kenya Moore had to apologize for her garb and she needed to, but so did Luann for wearing blackface on Halloween. Um, then, then when Ebony, like, okay, whatever, I don't love that Ebony brought up the help shit, but okay, like, you all should humor her. If she's bringing it up, let's hear what it's about. When she talks to Lou alone about it, Lou was like, oh, that's just Ramona. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we know, you know, her whole Native American Indian, she did some really inappropriate things. That, she's pretty tone deaf as well and pretty bad. And she gets away with a lot. Like, so I'm like, yeah, Ramona does it a lot. So it's really noticeable and she's awkward in every way, shape and form. So it's even more noticeable, but Lou really skates by on it. 
I agree. I just wanted to put that out there. I don't think she's getting grilled nearly enough. So she could use some sensitivity training as well. Yeah, she needs to be in the same class that Ramona needs to be in. Um. <laughs> Sonya gets pretty out of touch. She can go. Like, they all could go. Everyone was talking about Ramona, but I think even Leah could go. So I don't know why. I'm going to say, like, Leah, don't leave in that shit, too. I don't want to trust her either. But <laughs> how the streetwear party was very telling, okay? Um, She said she invented streetwear. Like, mm. like what? Mar- what is it? Married to mob or married to the yeah, mob? Married to the mob, yeah. But I feel like it was weird. Like it didn't have like, an article in it. It was like married to mob or something stupid. Well, either way, I've never heard of it before she mentioned it on the show. So it's hard to, for me to believe that you invented anything and I've never even heard of you. But whatever. All that to say, I do completely agree that Luann does get to skate on some of these issues. And if they didn't even get on her about the Diana Ross costume get up, like, I, I don't even know. Cause that was like pretty blatant. Like not only did she have on an Afro when Diana Ross like rarely if ever wore an Afro. And like, not just an Afro, like there's Jackson 5 Afro. It was and like Marge it was a it was a minstrel show afro and then she tanned her skin which also didn't need to happen if your costume is good and actually the likeness of a person you don't need to mock their skin tone color like that's the thing that people seem to not understand <laughs> and like, the you entire cast up. was like oh that's fine even bethany except for carol was like uh, i don't know about that if anything, Carol's smoking cigarettes to mimic Amelia Earhart's, you know, cigarette issue got more press than <laughs> Lou Ann with his Diana Ross get up. But that was I that was not long ago. The fact that we let that slide and that was really relatively recent. Ooh. But I digress. And let's go on record here. We're not letting it slide. Luann, we peep. That shit was garbage. You need to be in the same fucking class that Ramona needs to be in. Leah needs to be right to fuck with you, I'm sure. And Sonia can be in there too because she's just delusional in general anyway. (sighs) That being said, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about Ramona. She's the usual same Ramona so far. Um, she's kind of like the candy burst of Roni. Like, in terms of maybe she doesn't have plot, but she's we kind of need her. Like, I don't know. Speaking of, uh, Candy was, like, considering, like, whether she's going to come back to Atlanta or not. Yeah, I know, because if they bring back <laughs> Sadie Fefe, that's not going to work for her, but I understand that. But I also need them to bring back Shady Fefe, I think. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't know how I feel about that yet. <laughs> I've never had less of an opinion on something. Like I truly, and it's something that I should, I feel like I really should feel passionately one way or the other, but I don't, not at all. 
Yeah, I can't get a read on that. My problem with Phaedra, I mean, it's it should be a duh. Like, yeah, what she did was grimy, but like she brought, but she also like she didn't bring a lot at the same time. The, my problem with her is I know I I need her on the show to hate her, but one of my things with her also is she's a Lisa Ren in the sense that she gives us no personal storyline. Like, there's nothing. She's just trying to like puppeteer and you know act innocent or whatever. So that's annoying to see, and I don't. Maybe we need that. Maybe I just talked myself into needing her, actually. So there's that. Actually, yeah, bring Pedro back. Okay, so. Um... <laughs> bring Pedro back. All right, well. I mean, she's definitely one of those people that, like, the people around her are doing more than she herself actually is, but. That's also that's fine too. That's fine. We'll see on that. But Candy is also a staple, in my opinion, on Atlanta now. So, and again, one of the only people with actual money. So I don't know. Right, I like her for the fact that she has a career and she has money, and she's like she has weird idiosyncrasies that make her different her whole sex storyline that has been her storyline since the sex toys really is fascinating like her mama and their dynamic is just great and bravo loves her they give her hella spinoffs and all that so you know she's just a staple right did you side note did you hear about that olg spinoff that's coming it's going to be like a vpr but like a olg no, and that sounds really terrible. But I'm also intrigued. I would like to see. Hopefully it's not on Peacock, because I'm not watching it on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you watch it, let me know how it is. I will. You can watch it first. I have no problem doing that. Um, yeah, and then I guess as far as New York goes... <clears throat> The only thing that I'm like, eh, this is really hijinks is Luann trying to pretend like she don't know that Tom D'Agostino and the Regency was like literally right across from her. Like, as she could see it from her window, I just felt like, yeah, you did. You knew that. Like, you knew that. Luann's in a weird place right now, overall. I'm not saying her stories come to a close, but I don't know what more she can Ooh. do. She's given us so much. Like, she what else could possibly happen with her that we could watch? I don't know. I don't, I mean, don't count I mean, this, but I don't know. The same can be said about Ramona. Like, how much, what else can she give me? Right, I mean, yeah. 100%. Once she got the divorce from Mario, I mean, it really wasn't much there 100% the only thing that could happen for Ramona is a remarriage which Lou's already done but I don't see that for Ramona at least not I mean we didn't see it for Lou either really but so unless Ramona's willing yeah, to that really out next season I don't think that's going to happen Ramona's not delusional like Luann is so I don't see that for Ramona either huh well on that note that was Roni y'all uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, and Leah's trying way too hard this season. She's really trying to push this Heather thing. I am excited to see Mama Boo back on screen and see what she's doing, but 
um Leah's like trying to galvanize them against her and like reading them articles at the table like what are we gonna do and like it was awkward timing too it was like they weren't even talking about anything she was like okay but what are we gonna do and let me bring up articles and read the scathing thing she said about you all in the press so I can get you hyped up so we can attack her tomorrow like trying to make make plot for the show I don't know it was really weird I mean I can't fault a bitch trying to make plot on the show especially this show because they need plot I feel like it maybe it might have deserved like maybe one comment because it was kind of it is kind of foul that Heather is just like out here like really airing out everyone's dirty laundry which is no longer on the show or associated with it that being said it really only warranted maybe like one comment like damn y'all see what Heather was saying that was kind of crazy and that was it but the whole galvanized the whole the fact that it's turned into what it has turned into I don't think was really worth it. I think with the real power move, if she was a real fucking bitch, what she would have done is not hyped them up at all. Just waited until that dinner and then read the articles there because that's what she's going to do next episode. She's going to do this whole song and dance again at the table, but with Heather, it would have been way more powerful had she not talked about it at all prior and just pulled that out. Like, oh, wow, you're Heather, right? So I've been hearing these things about you. Now that would have made a scene. But she's talked about it too much. Just like the fucking coronavirus Ramona virus fucking antibodies plasma like you're really writing the storyline there's you're milking udders that are dry there's nothing there we all know Ramona didn't donate her plasma and now what I mean to be fair a lot of people didn't donate anything like I didn't donate plasma during this like pandemic like I don't you know it's not like right, I'm gonna, we're gonna go on a record here and say we much like Ramona did not donate plasma I'm just so out of that. I mean, like, <laughs> niggas, you know, people were scared. People were scared to like go out and leave their house. Like I wasn't leaving my house, like let alone to donate. So I get it, you know. But whatever, just weird. And so like, I, like, like again, like I personally don't feel like there's anything that's happened on Ronnie thus far. We're talking about is a little scary and concerning because we're already like on episode three all the way to four kind of but before it looks promising because they kept they showed a lot of clips from this in the trailer and it's heather's first episode back so i think four will be a nice change of pace hopefully fingers crossed well we'll see i mean on that note do you have a house house on display for this you know oh for sure it's sonia it's okay sonia. It's, that's easy it's dark her, they are letting her spiral. She literally, I heard on some other podcast, they said that she's cosplaying as Dorinda. And it's true. Like, she's still the exact void that Dorinda left in terms of she's spiraling and she's the point of contention and she's at odds with Ramona. Like, it is now Sonia. So, yeah. That's what they seem to have. And that's what they seem to be hooking their ship up to. So, whatever. Mm. Yeah, the whole Luann, like, buying her top, trying to placate her thing. I was like, wow, this is dark. And I hated that when Sonia said, like, the top looks better on Luann. They were like, no. And I was like, what's shitty is it does look better on Luann. And I don't know why I hated it on Sonia. And also, I think it's because she had a pilgrim collar poking out of hers. But it was bizarre. Dark. I mean, I can give it to Sonya too. It's fine. I don't feel any passionate, passionately about anybody really right now. But I want it to be Mama Boo, but maybe you know, hopefully it'll be Mommy. Mama yeah, Boo. maybe eventually. 
that's also annoying because she's not like a, a cast member like i hate when like someone who's not a cast member is like more uh yeah the main character but whatever but and so on that note you guys we're gonna take a quick little break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about mary's medicine we'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor all right so we're back and now we're gonna talk about mary's medicine we'll switch gears a little bit um and so you know we're on season eight mary's medicine has actually been like 11 episodes i think thus far yes um and so again we're just going to cover the season so far as a whole because we're obviously not going to go into 11 episodes with Tarta. um so what are you giving this season like grade wise thus far Mm. i mean much like many other bravo shows it's not their best season um so there's that but they're always the better atlanta show well most of the seasons they're the better atlanta show so they're better than roa for sure definitely better than roni as well so but not their best so let me give it um, okay roni a c maybe give this like uh like a c plus a hard C plus or a light B minus. Right. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> Much like Roni, they're also bringing a lot of like additional characters, old characters, new characters, friends of outside of like the main cast to kind of like make it pop in, and that's always like not a good sign. Um. When they call it Miss Carrie Baby from season one, you know they're scrambling scrambling you know what I mean so I'm comfortable with giving it a B B minus really that being said like it's still marriage medicine I still always enjoy marriage medicine but it's definitely like you were saying it's definitely not their best season um and of that ilk it's like what do I even talk about like what plot line is important I guess we let's talk about the new girl Anila I mean how do you feel about her we didn't get to know her for like the first five episodes I feel like she was just like Toya's plus one so until they really had that falling out after she didn't pair pair pay hair and makeup um I feel like that's when she became a separate entity from Toya you know not by choice really but that's just kind of how it shook out so mm-hmm. I will say off the rip, I think her husband is kind of funny. Like his dry humor, he was like over the parents. That was a good little storyline. While she wasn't giving us much, it was fascinating to watch that. Um, but other than that, I don't really have anything to say about her. Like, I feel like I'm still getting to know her. I don't know who she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that she didn't pay her in makeup. So that kind of has me mm, on her. Right. So And so you believe it's true. You don't believe it's like a lie because well, she's Nila claiming has she never did. never said it was a lie, did she? I feel like we, I I feel like and maybe I made this up, <laughs> but I feel like I thought she was saying like Toya, that's not true or something like that. Well, Toya, like you're just saying t- shit about me, but like that's not true. Maybe she didn't say that. Maybe she did, but 
I, I feel like she never you. said that. I feel like that's why she keeps doing this. I hear that you're talking about me around town versus saying like the real of it all. Because you didn't pay. It sounds like it. Seems like it. In which case, are you ever going to? Like, is it like you didn't pay, and but now you have? Or like, what's the deal? Right, and I think I told you this, but there were rumblings. I didn't see this with my own eyes, but there were rumblings that they were beefing on Twitter and it was still about this. Like she, to this day, 2021, has not paid the tab. Hmm. Hmm. Not the best look. Like, not at all. Because even, okay. Even if you thought like somebody else had paid for you, like it was just like a, you know, the, a, a, some gratis, you know, like a, it was like a freebie or whatever. If I bring it to your attention that it wasn't, then you got to pay. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know. Because blogger, you think because you tag them, it's gratis? It's not like, no some people especially black people they i want my money okay i don't i don't want my payment in blog action i want you to give me my money so that's not a good look but i agree um my husband's funny he's kind of he was kind of rude to her parents but it was funny to me so it was like fine um and yeah, I, I don't know about her kids yet. I don't feel any attachment to her to her yet. Um, I don't like that Toya's beefing seemingly with everyone though. That makes me a little sad. Um, a lot sad. I'm gonna be quite honest <laughs> because it doesn't help her case either. You know what I mean? Because now they're shaping it up to try to paint her out to be like this, like bully. Uh, you know what I mean or she's definitely the villain of the season for sure you know and so eh, I'm not really into that personally but yeah I don't really feel any type of way about Anila um I mean who else can I talk like what what other and I guess that's my problem with Mary's Medicine this is like what the fuck storylines are going on there's this Toya and Anila beef then Toya is mad at Quad because says she you know broke but that's like a classic storyline and i'm tired of that storyline too like okay how are they getting so worked up like to the point where it's almost going fisticuffs over like her calling quad's house and apartment and quad saying she couldn't get a line of credit at the gallery i'm confused how that is the straw that broke the camel's back that but i'm also confused as how how many times are we just gonna be like oh toy is broke like anytime people want to get into an argument with Toya and they like feel like they can't really get into an argument with her or they can't win, they'd be like, oh, but bitch, you're broke. I mean, listen, if that's already been established, it's her <laughs> Achilles heel, like much like Candace or her mother, it's her Achilles heel and it's, it's low hanging fruit. And then if they feel like doing something, that's what they go for. If she gets riled up every time because it's true, it just is what it is. <laughs> You know, it's really tiresome to watch. Like, uh, no one cares that much. Or shouldn't care, at least. Whatever. Fine. 
But, um, you know, so there's that beef. Um, there's also beef because Heavenly keeps running her fucking mouth with literally everyone. She's getting in the middle of like everybody's friendships and, and, and whatever. Messy, um, messy, messy. Being so messy. Um, which again, I mean, like, that's also heavenly. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, why are we, why are we giving her so much life? I mean, <sighs> she's a literal troll, and these people get so worked up over what she's saying. If she's funny, like, heavenly isn't necessarily evil on the show. I love to watch her. It's just funny how seriously they take her. You know, earlier in the season, also, um, Simone and Jackie weren't friends, which I personally was cool with. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't one of the people praying for them to get back together as friends. <laughs> but, you know, no one asked me for my input. So whatever, that was a, a whole thing. And then this whole Contessa thing. Contessa, 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 Contessa. You should have called it Anita and Nita. <laughs> Anita and Contessa. <laughs> Contessa is such an annoying person to me. Like I, I can't even begin to describe the ways that she like just generally. Yeah, she works you up. She she works me up because she doesn't do anything, I think, is what, it, ironically. Like, I'm worked up because I feel like she offers nothing. Her husband's not hot. On this show, you cannot make that a point. You cannot make that a point on this show. Okay, well, let me finish. Her husband's not hot, nor is his personality desirable. You know, I don't care about her business. I don't care about her kids. You know, there's other people's kids that I care about that are funnier to me. Don't care about her kids. I don't care about, and I'm not saying that in like, oh, like, I don't care about their health people. Okay. I'm just being like, some kids have better personalities than others. Hers don't. Um, they really No, keep the first to- time her kid ever popped out to me, we watched her for seasons. The only time one of those kids, and it's the kid Layla is the one she's always trying to sell. And make that- literally, I'm just about to say that literally, <laughs> she's always trying to fucking sell. So Layla, I've never connected with Layla except for when they showed a flashback in this last episode. I literally rewatched it so many times. I was screaming because she said that her mom was like, "Read this." She was like, "I'm not very good at reading." It was so real. It was so she was being so honest. She was like, "I'm behind in reading, mom. Like you don't understand. You want me to read this? I, you need to put me with a tutor. I can't." I scream because Scott was saying like she needs to be at home with the kids. I'm like, who didn't teach her to read? The teachers <laughs> or, or Contessa? I'm confused. Um, I don't think she has the best fashion. That like I can go on and on. Like there's just nothing about her that I'm like, yeah. And then so now this whole beat that she has with Toya, it's it's always been weird to me, but it's still weird because I just don't understand it. I don't remember where it came from. I don't remember why we're still going on about it. Uh, but then it magically disappeared in this last episode where like 
Contessa was the one coming outside to ask Toya if she was okay. And I was like, wait, aren't they beefing? Wait, what happened? Because they were like, oh, okay, like, let's just end this now. And I'm like, that's all it took? I feel like y'all have said that before and it never ended. So I'm really confused as to why now it's ending. Like you was really about to fight fucking in Anita's, <laughs> Anita's mom because she was trying to get you back to the table to talk to Toya after you called her like a dumb bitch or whatever at the table. So I'm just really confused as to how <laughs> just, just ah. I'm confused. That's it. So there's nothing redeemable about her in my opinion. Um, I mean, the one thing I do, I don't hate Contessa. I don't love her. I feel no type of way. But what I will say is she is quick to muster up a storyline between her and her husband. And I kind of love to see it. Like the shit she is saying, like he's not cheating, but like he could be cheating. And hypothetically, like no man doesn't cheat. So he's cheating on me. But like, so what am I going to do? And like, like what, what's going on? I'm working right. and she's like I want to come home I don't want to work and then she goes back to school and then she's coming back home and then like what what's going she doesn't seem happy like she's always on the chase like she's chasing the dragon type vibe like nothing is good for, good enough for her and then she's remodeling this kitchen she has to do in the middle of COVID and then like the random niece moving in the, like the crystals and the healing like and then she says she's a 10 on the freak scale it's a lot going on for me that I it's especially it's especially weird because she's trying to make it seem like he's the problem and i'm like i don't know if he is i think you know we have a classic case of a gemini and a scorpio in a relationship this is why if they do not work out the gemini is just trying to do too much you want to do a lot of different things he doesn't it's really simple I'm with him. I'm not going to support you wanting to go to school because, because that's that's your dream today. But yesterday, your dream was to remodel the kitchen and stay at home. And the day before that, your dream, like, you know what I mean? Like, your dream keeps changing. I mean, <laughs> I think he's her beard anyway. But, oh, for sure. Her and Brittany are star-crossed lovers but she will continue <laughs> to be with this man Scott and that's fine and and I think that's why she's really unhappy I think that's what really is unsettling about her and which reads so untrue and so inauthentic because truly again I was like the really hard one when she rated herself a 10 on the sexual scale and she just seems so out of touch with her sexuality that was so shocking to me like 10 yeah no 10 like because like, what did Toya rate herself? That girl, like, which I really hated. They never gave us the payoff of seeing Anila or Toya's, and I would have liked to see Anila's because we don't know her, and that would have been a nice way to get to know her. And Toya's, because I mean, we wanted to know. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But when she said ten, I was like, "What is going on?" And then also that porn star they had there. Like, I like to keep up with the porn community. I like to think I know who's on the scene, but. Like, it was no, when Miss Natural was on Jocelyn's Cabaret, I'm like, oh, that's Miss Natural. When Miss Pleasure said, like, I'm Miss Pleasure, I didn't, I don't know her. Maybe <laughs> she's new on the circuit, or I don't know. And so, and let's, and let's talk about some things, because it's funny that you brought it up, because I was like, I know it's going to come up. Because I had a random thought today about, like, you know, like, porn stars, and just, like, porn, you know, just 
the industry and all of itself. And um, this is a complete side note. And it's a very niche market. <laughs> it shouldn't be. We all watch porn. It's really not niche. It's actually one of the great equalizers. But continue. Honestly. No, but it was just like a thought I had because, you know, like I'm obviously like, you know, like I think it was a, it was like yesterday I was like, you know, going through, I was having, you know, my self-love moments. And I'm on this webpage and there's like a video of like this like cosplay girl. And I'm like, okay, well, sometimes like I'll just watch a video just to watch. Not oh, yeah, because like, sure. it's it's like, you know, gonna be a part of like my catalog or whatever. Oh no, right? I'll watch some shit like it's a YouTube video. I have no problem <laughs> yeah, watching just, like, just to very, see what's going on. Yeah. Curious. So I'm like, I see this this you know the bitches in cosplay i'm like all right like what's going on here those bitches are nasty okay you want to talk about freak level 10 i've decided it's those women of the porn universe i just want to throw that out there i just need everybody to go to your local porn website and go look up the content that these women are putting out okay What's your favorite porn website? Um, I don't know if I have like a favorite person. Like I'm, I'm usually, I'll do X and X, X and X, X. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. People hate Pornhub. I don't hate it. I don't see the problem. Like porn, I porn. haven't used Pornhub since I was like in high school. Like I never used Pornhub. Really? I don't hate it though. I mean, because you got your Ye Faithfuls, I guess. And so I feel like I have my Ye Faithfuls on Pornhub. So I just go there sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it though. But those are the only two I feel like I really use. I mean, there's plenty of content on both of them. I mean, there was another one. But I, I couldn't go on it too much because sometimes they, the ad pop-ups were just crazy. I was like, all right, I can't have one hand in my pants and one hand clicking out the X. Like, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's like too much coordination. Like, I can't do this. Um, but I don't remember which one that was. I, I don't know. Like, what about you? Again, I'm a little too well-versed. So I'd say like if I'm if I'm watching porn because I just want to watch and like my go-to's I'm watching Spank Bang like that is my favorite website I love Spank Bang. That's classic. Classic. But if I want to find and this may be a a pro tip if you want to find actress specific or actor specific if you know the person you want to watch you're trying to watch a video that's more than like 15 minutes you know the little cheap websites give you the 12 minute video if you're trying to watch a 30 minute plus of somebody and really get the full nitty gritty you go on apetube.com. That's A-P-E-T-U-B.com. Sponsor. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, sponsors. But it, it is, you do have to click out of a, a, a few ads. I don't want you to think you don't have to. You do. But you, you know, you get what you pay for there. Like you're getting content. You would find on like an OnlyFans page mm. on, for free. So you, you, have to, mm. you have to have your hand out the pants for a minute. But if you stay focused, uh-huh. laser focused, if you really want to see what you want to see, that's the website to go to. Process. And what's so funny though, also, you know, speaking of porn charts, since we're again, since we're on it, um, <laughs> uh, again, I'm, you know, on, I'm, I'm, you know, doing a Zoom meeting, but you know how you, you kind of like, you know, sometimes during your Zoom meetings, especially when you're at home, you're, you know, you just you phase out, whatever, fine. So I'm spacing out. I'm scrolling through Twitter real quick. And this girl brings up none other than fucking Britannia. 
from Rock of Love. And I'm going through her Britannia's Twitter. It's insane. The pictures on her <laughs> on her Twitter, everyone. When I let me go look up her name for y'all, because I really need y'all to go see this in your free time. Obviously, not safe for work. Not open this up <laughs> when you have children around. But the pictures that she was posting. No, Britannia has had quite the pivot since being on Rock of Love bus. She has taken quite a few turns and she's gotten some plastic surgeries that are pretty wild. Whoa, first of all, she's de- she's literally like a blow up doll. A, a doll. Yeah. <laughs> she's a doll right now, everyone. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't, oh, I don't remember her name. Oh, there it goes, Britannia. Whoa, okay. It's literally at B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-A-187-187. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, the, the first pin tweet that you see is honestly insane. Oh, let me send you a link right now like, while we're talking. It, I was... I was so intrigued while I was going through this that I almost forgot that I was literally on a work Zoom and I had to go back. I'm like, is this how like skeezy men feel like when they're just watching like porn throughout the day, like when they're supposed to be at work? Because I was just like, I was so distracted. I was like, what the? People just live lives that are just so fascinating. They live lives completely different from mine. And I just always find that fascinating. Always, always, always. So yeah. So (laughs) to sum it up, go on the websites we talked about. Look up the cosplay bitches if you want to see some really nasty shit. They're getting into it. Um, And and look up Britannia, 187187. Not a picture with her and Lana Rose. Lana's body is also ridiculous. Yeah. But I love Lana. But she had a really hard, like, drug struggle. And, like, I, she sobered up. So, like, I'm really rooting for Lana. But anyway, we're not talking about porn right now. Well, we are. But I don't know we're who not going to get into their Isn't lives. that first girl in the pin tweet? Yeah, like the the um, the um brunette. The yeah. one that says, he, yeah, would you fuck my friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Lana. Lana Rose, if you want to look her up. Um, yeah. She said, would you fuck me and my friend? It's just literally a picture of them. Just, I can't even describe it on this content. Lana, just quick um, Lana story. She got out of porn and now she only does like OnlyFans type shit. But that's because like she, when she was in porn, like that's when she was struggling with drugs and like it was very dark for her. But she loves doing sex work, so now she just does her OnlyFans. And so she's like really like taking her life by the balls. You know what I mean? There's no longer getting played. We love a come up story. I love that. I really love that. And she's rich and she's basically retired, but like gets to fuck people for fun. And so I guess Britannia was the flavor of the week to fuck for fun. That's the best part about OnlyFans is you do your bookings. Like, that's pretty yep. cool. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, major, major digress. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all I have to say, so, you know, she wants to say that she's on a freak level 10. We know that's not true. I'm looking at a freak level 10 myself right now, and that's not her. Unless um, Contessa is ready to go, like, I... And Britannia does this in this pinned photo, which I just love this trope in porn when it's like, 
a big boobed woman just like instead of taking the bra she just takes both boobs out and sits them on top of the bra that's actually iconic. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to see it's actually hysterical so unless Contessa was willing to do that and get her nipples pierced and take a photograph with her pussy out and her titties over her bra over I don't her top her tiny yet. top yeah yeah then she's not afraid level 10 at least um she did have a booty that I was pretty shocked by no were you shocked when she was in no Contessa has a nice I think she has a nice shape in general like I think her body's like really nice relatively it was giving uh-huh. Coke bottle. I'm like, whoa, where have you been yeah. hiding that the whole time? I've never seen that booty moving like that. What is going on? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe when she was really getting her degree, she was really getting a BBL. I don't know. Um, and I'm not shaming that. That's great. You know, I'm pro BBL. That being said, uh, she just doesn't do it for me personally. And her beefs are orchestrated and she's trying to make it seem like Scott is the reason for all their problems. And he's not. The only thing that he, I believe we could, we could fall him for is that he doesn't want to go to, to therapy anymore. But like, insert literally every cis hetero man here. Like, I don't, you know, I just feel like. Especially the black. You know, like a, a black cis heterosexual man, like they're not going to, that's just like not the, the, the vibe yeah and if anything you hear that they have gone to surgery surgery. (laughs) they they have gone to therapy it's kind of like a what it's it's an anomaly almost (sighs) the straights were suffering anyway (sighs) so i'm I'm, so i don't know what's going on with her and scott Speaking of male plastic surgery can we talk about cecil getting an entirely new hairline during the office season and now rocking a fuckboy haircut it's so funny it's crazy it's funny because like why'd you choose to do the fuckboy haircut not even that you got the hairline i understand that but the hair the hair boy i said the hair boy the fuckboy haircut and you're trying to like pretend like it's because you haven't been able to get a haircut like stop it I live because if you're going to get the surgery, you might as well do things you've never done before. Yeah, that's why you know bitches go in and get their little bodies done, and they do too much. And it's kind of like I understand it. You know, I understand if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You know, what I mean, like I want you, I want y'all bitches to see it. Like I want you to see my hips on Coke bottle. I want you to see my booty on Peach. Like I want you to see it. You know what I mean? No, because as soon as I get my tits done, I'm only wearing tops where I have to take them to my raw boob. I'm not wearing anything else. You know, I I hope one day that when you do get your tits done, you too can take your tits just out of your top and just have them sitting on top. Of your <laughs> like, my, I, I coming out, my coming out will be me posing as a <laughs> You know, I want that for you. I really do. <laughs> that sense of utter freedom. Um, to know that they won't hang so far down below your top. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> major, major digression. <laughs> it got really sexually charged in this later part. I don't know why. I mean, 
that's what the people listen to us for anyway. They know that at some point that we are going to get really, you know, graphic. And we kept it really like, besides the fact that we said the N-word, which is funny to even say, I've never said the N-word in my life. Like that wording, the N-word, oh my gosh. Um, that's the most risque thing we did in our last pod. We didn't do anything like out of pocket like this. So it's high time we're back here. Yeah. Whatever. Everyone watches porn except for like the spirituals that say that porn, like, you know, sucks your soul. Like whatever. Everything sucks my soul. <laughs> it's just like jokes on you. Like, you know what I mean? Like life sucks anyway. So I don't know what to tell you. You can't take everything from me. That's what I do though. So I feel like Luann, I'm like... <laughs> She's like, yeah, I smoke my cigarettes because I, I can't give up all my vices. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, you got to give me something. Right, like, yeah, I'm liquor sober, but will I do a quick bump and then chain smokers thing? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's plenty of other ways to get high here. There's plenty of other ways to get my fix in, you know? So, again, all that to say, you know, have I... Married to Medicine <laughs> doesn't have a through line this season, and it's frustrating. Exactly, because I'm I'm trying to like grab here at things and I'm realizing that there's nothing quite there to grab. I don't care to talk about, you know, their work for the Black Lives Matter protests and COVID testing. I mean, yeah, I expect that from them. They're doctors and doctor spouses, like they need to be helping out the community. That's the thing. you know the whole Al Sharpton constructed dinner felt very you know we need press you know like I signed suddenly Jamal won't be on rock but he does have more than enough time to be on married to medicine you know just weird um again you know the bringing back of Lisa Nicole and Carrie and you know uh quad it's like okay I don't know what Lisa Nicole was gonna bring I liked Carrie though so Carrie is cool but I don't know what Lisa Nicole was supposed to bring but like whatever um she was supposed to bring Darren Novels and she's left him at (laughs) home (laughs) you know I'm always Uh, calling for a Darren Novels moment and we (laughs) (laughs) Darren Noggles will literally not die because you will make him live on. Because you bring <laughs> in memoriam, Darren Noggles. Like I love Darren Noggles. I love plot that he brings. Like very. Like I can't ever. tell y'all. Like she like, will bring him up in like a regular conversation. Like I feel like he will not die because <laughs> he's an A-list celebrity in my eyes. Raving <laughs> some Darren Noggles. Like, we can be talking about anything, and I feel like Darren Nagels will come up at some point. Like, I've definitely heard his name mentioned in 2021 already. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those. Multiple times. I'm sure I've him up multiple times. I think about him often. Like, <laughs> I don't know why Darren Nagels. And not Lisa Nicole Cloud Nagels never crosses my mind. But Darren no. Nagels often. So fucking funny. His name is so terrible. Oh, my God. Um, He's so weird looking. Like, I just love him. People wanted to swear he was hot. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I thought Lisa Nicole kept trying to act like he was like the hottest thing walking. You know, he Ooh, likes to act like a little. Who have been saying that? 
you know, he wanted to have his little plaid with his little biker leather jacket on top. I was like, this man is a tool, a stereotypical tool at that. Like, ugh. Yeah, and then he tried to do like that I'll be sure hair. Like, okay, that's so played out. Ugh, whatever. <sighs> yeah, that wet, stiff, curly. Uh, <laughs> I hate that look. <laughs> I hate that look. That it's not is wet and simultaneously stiff. I, I just can't even like not good at all and so yeah and then even with this whole Toya like against everybody's storyline and like everyone's saying she seems angry and stuff it's just like um I think she seems sad in the quarantine like most of us she just seems like she's going crazy and I don't think she seems to be going crazier than any of the rest of them I think they all are a little different this season I think everyone's collectively a little bit miserable I do think that she does seem angry, but I don't think it's, I think that's just how she choose to express her emotion. Like what you were saying, like, I do think that she's just, you know, she feels cooped up. Like it is just, and I get that. Like, and some people just express it like with, she's like, that's, I feel like that's why she's kind of like getting on them. Cause it's like, okay, if we are going to finally like meet up with each other after all this time, I don't want to talk about past beefs. I don't want to talk about why I'm not friends with so-and-so. I don't want to do that. Like, we've been cooped up for so long. It's been scary. We're all tired. We're stressed. Let's just drink and have fucking fun. Like, that's it. Like, so I get I come to an event, it's a new beef with me. And it's like... Yeah, somebody got a new problem with me. Or somebody else got a... You know, like, what the fuck? Like, yo, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm already going through it trying to put my child through school and all of that so I mean yeah I I mean Simone sent her kids to school <laughs> the funny oh, one her bum kids oh my gosh well the bum kids I'm about to say right now there's only one bum kid singular bum kid I want so we all want so much more for Michael and hopefully he's able to hold it down you know but the oldest is not looking too good. Um, not looking too bright. Miles uh, is a waste. <laughs> Damn. It's hard out here, Jay. He don't I have no sympathy for him. And Damn. once they like um, revealed that Mrs. Cecil's passed as well, I was like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, he's really, the odds are stacked up against him. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mother him. Ugh. I feel bad. I just, hate, I just hate that neither of them are like academically gifted. Um, <laughs> I, I wish, I wish that at least one of them had been. That had been cool. Really cool, yeah. But I mean, hey, shit happens. Heavenly's doing this weird. Hood. I got money. Don't worry about me. I'm buying real estate storyline. I was shocked when she said she flipped 11 houses. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? We've heard about you being a love doctor, but never a property flipper. And it's like, okay, 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 okay. Hear me out here. I get that, like, again, she, you know, she's basically trying to establish that she has money. She's fine. But uh, sometimes when I meet people that got a lot of hustles, quote unquote, they don't really have as much money as they're claiming to have. 
uh, it's like I feel like you can only have like two or three hustles going. You can't be a dentist and a love doctor and a house flipper and a you know speech you know like orator. Like it's just like you're you're doing a lot. It's a lot. What are you doing? What's really bringing in the cash? It's let's take love doctor out of the mix. Because that's <laughs> you know, what about the app that she was claiming that she you know it's just a lot of like a, like a, it's a lot of I, I feel like when you when people like talk about that they have like a whole bunch of like hustles I feel like it's a lot of opportunity of all talk no action type of thing very we just um, talked about Sonia Morgan very Sonia Morgan like Nigerian football team and the jewelry and the and the you know the restaurant and you know tipsy girl that's all of that right toaster oven there i how how do i not mention that so i don't know what's going on with her in in the house flipping or when she had the time to do these 11 houses and it's never been a plot line before i don't know what do you want to see like what does this show do you think it's just because covid that it's off or do you think they need to shake up the cast because they've never done a cast shake up like most shows because it's always worse really I think it's majority COVID. I mean, listen, the cash shakeup is, you know, in my opinion, it's not really a bad thing. I mean, you really don't need to have the same cast like more than like two seasons in a row. But I think what I'm seeing right now is is, is a COVID problem, a COVID issue. Because the thing with, with COVID is that you're forced to stay home with people and you're not able to get out and do things and go places. And that's also what kind of gives you a storyline also. You see what I'm saying? Like, so your storyline right now is that you're home. Like, that's not really a storyline. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know either. I don't know. Shit. I mean, on that note, like, what <laughs> is there any other storyline that you wanted to talk about? I mean, like I said, I I wasn't too thrilled with this whole latest quad fight with Toya and the the things that Quad was yelling out because I just felt like it was so corny. Um, calling her a mannequin, yada yada yada. She needs to go in the corner and pose. She is a mannequin. It's like, wait, what? What's the, she, what happens specifically when she goes in the corner? Do, are mannequins known to be in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but she's saying that she was saying that she was like fake, like a mannequin, right? That's like what the 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 point was. Yeah, I thought maybe. Okay, well, here's the thing with a punchline: it can't be that long, like quad, like her statement was so long you can't you gotta be like she you gotta either be like you're a mannequin and i'm supposed to get it right away or like just let it go but the whole she needs to pose in the corner sit there and stand like a mannequin because she's fake like you can't give me the whole thing you can't give me the explanation like i can't have like the beginning middle and end in a punch like that's a lot but also, it doesn't correlate with you all's beef. I, I, your beef never appeared to be that you thought she was fake. I thought the problem was she called your house an apartment. So then this is also just like a pre-written read that you had and you just wanted to use. 
I'm like, so she's fake because she called her shit an apartment? I mean, isn't it? A condo? She said all these stairs isn't it an apartment. You know, I mean, she has an elevator, though, which is an interesting flex. Um, yeah, a nice one. Cool. So I'm like, but then you a couple days ago said that she had to get a line of credit at fucking Z Gallery and that she couldn't afford her house. So, I mean, if she caused your house an apartment, all spare and love and war, I thought. Yeah, like, is it that deep? Call it, we're even. Call a spade a spade. Like, I don't know <laughs> what's the beef for, you know? So that was just exhausting. I was like, well, Quad, I'm not going to have Quad come back here just to do shit like that. And then Jackie and, like I said, Jackie and the Simone fight, whatever, snooze fest. Um, Jackie bringing on this sex expert, you know, this whole, like, we're trying to make Jackie seem like she is <laughs> this secret sex mistress dungeoner like i'm over it i don't see it candy figure and like ever since that that z book she wrote she's been feeling like the resident vagina expert but it's not reading authentic right i'm like i don't see it i don't feel it i don't think it i don't you know what i mean like so Call it like I see it. I mean, like, let's let's let it rock. I'm tired of it. I didn't need to see the scrub text slash porn star on my screen. That wasn't really, you know, my idea of a good plot line. I did, uh, but I would have liked her to be a known and respected woman in the industry. Yeah, like, who is she? Like, what porn star is she? We can't just call anybody a porn star. Let's be clear. The word star is in it for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. If she's a cam girl, say that. But if yeah, she's right. a porn cam star, girl, I expect more. Porn star are two different things. And that also lets me know that your freak level ain't where you claim it to be because you didn't know the difference between the two. It looks like she just a sex worker to me. That's not a porn star. That's different. Okay. Porn star is an artistry. Okay. Um... But yeah, I really feel like that was it that happened to Mary the Medicine. Like, really, nothing is going on. Yeah. Um. So on that note, I mean, like, who's on display for you? I mean, maybe the porn star. <laughs> honestly, I think it's Miss Pleasure because there's no one to talk about more. Honestly, Miss <laughs> Carrie, baby. Yeah, is the woman that had that cameo named Pleasure. We'll give it to the cam girl, Miss um, Pleasure, because. <laughs> <laughs> Because she allowed us to also deviate to other things that we also like to talk about, which is porn and sex and why not? So, you know, thanks, girl. Um, she may not get an AVN, but I think this will do. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's really it. Wow. Um, also, just a complete, complete side note. A little bit of a dark twist turn, but like, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is, but it says three weeks after his wedding, rapper MC Kevin set up a threesome with Mistress. But when his wife showed up at the hotel looking for him, he tried to escape by jumping off the balcony, but ended up killing himself. Mistress and wife fight by a dead body. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Wait, he didn't anticipate that 
he orchestrated the threesome, but then had fears that it would go south. I think he tried to orchestrate a threesome with his mistress, but I don't think his wife was involved in it. But why orchestrate it if you're if there's a possibility that it could go wrong? He obviously chickened out before it even happened. Like he had fears of it going wrong. It just says, but when his wife showed up at the hotel looking for him, he tried to escape by jumping off the balcony, but ended up killing himself. First of all, what a terrible way to go out. Let's see. His uh, his escort mistress explains how she was paid three hundred and seventy six dollars for the threesome with his boy. Not three seventy six. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Her name is Bianca Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca Dominguez met with authorities Monday in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and admitted she had sex with singer MC Kevin uh, in his friend moments before he fell to his death. And his friend? Yeah, that was a threesome. Okay, so it was him. Also, his wife was about to catch him in a threesome, and she wasn't the third. That's what I was saying. Like, she, okay. the wife wasn't the third. Mm-hmm. Okay. But his friend, his male friend or his female friend? Oh. Uh... Because it sounds like him and his boy, no? No, it's his boy. Yeah, it says threesome with his boy. But when she refused to have a foursome, that led to events of Kevin's wife beating her ass over his dead body after he jumped in the... (laughs) Wait, let me... I gotta click the link to this and get some more information because Twitter is not explaining it in enough detail for me. And I really... I can't leave y'all on such a note. Let's see. Let's see, rapper MC Kevin jumps to his death off the hotel balcony because he thought his wife was about to catch him having a threesome. Okay, the start of the article says, hell of a way to go. Maybe you shouldn't get married if you're going to have threesomes only three weeks later. I know why he was scared because his wife was an attorney, meaning she could take half his money if she caught him in cold world. <laughs> Newlywed Brazilian singer, I'm just going to call him Kevin, whatever, uh, fell to his death from a hotel balcony after panicking that his wife was about to catch him having a threesome with a model and pal it is claimed according to extra globo that model bianca dominguez 26 said she met kevin 23 damn he's only 23 so jesus um and his singer friend victor outside the risa bar hotel in rio de janeiro dominguez said she was then invited to the popular singer suite sunday evening he was afraid that his wife, a criminal lawyer, 33, his wife is 10 years older than him. What is going on here? Would show up at the hotel and catch him cheating on her. Uh, she showed up to the hotel after he failed to pick up her phone calls and blocked her text messages. So he tried to jump to the balcony located in the room below, but lost his footing and plunged oh. by floors, landing by the side of a swimming pool. Jesus. Dominguez and Bezerra reportedly exchanged punches and had to separate had to be separated by cops after the tragedy. Sounds like something that will return into a lifetime movie. Oh, fuck them for that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and they were fighting by his his dead body. 
like not that this is funny at all but like the term over my dead body like damn like literally literally wild but it's crazy that there was like this threesome thing you were afraid that your wife was gonna catch you um but definitely afraid though like she was really gonna like stick you for your paper dude so you took your chance by jumping off the balcony um and it's just crazy that you even like lost your footing and it's crazy that you even died like you didn't even break a leg like you died like also he must have told the people in the room like hey i'm gonna try to go to the the one below me because they just took some creative liberties assuming that's what he was going for what and holy hell but she was only charging like 188 dollars each i'm confused well, it's a thousand Brazilian reas. Okay, well, that makes sense then. Okay. <laughs> right, it didn't convert right, but it makes sense. <laughs> right, yeah, a thousand anything somewhere else, it's, it sounds about right. But who's going to tell her that it's only worth $188? <laughs> In which case, it's not worth shit because the, the American dollar ain't even worth shit. Hmm. Wow. All right, well, on that crazy ass note. <laughs> I that was, guess. I guess that was breaking news. That was breaking news. I don't even know these people, but I'm sorry, it just came up on, on my news alert. So I that share. <sighs> All right. You know. Okay. The more you guys know, don't try to cheat on your wife, who is a criminal investigation lawyer, and try to jump off a balcony. You because you might not make it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Well, R.I.P. to in. Condolences to his family. I just don't want to have to explain that story to my family. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just like not a good way to go out. It's never the best time. It's never the right time to say goodbye, as the one Christopher Maurice would say. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But that is really bad timing. It's like really bad. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, until next time. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see y'all soon with some more content. <laughs> yes, and we'll be we're gonna be covering shots. Woo! We'll see you for shots. Adios. Bye.